you want to 10x your real estate business income, this is how you do it. So the big question is this, how are ordinary agents just like us supposed to stand out in the overly crowded real estate space while living a great lifestyle without having to go broke or radically change what we're already doing? Probate is the answer and this series will show you how. I'm Anthony Nitz and welcome to The Probate Agent. All right, hey folks, hi, Anthony Nitz here, uh, the probate agent. And, you know, I wanted to share with you this this episode, some thoughts that I've had on this particular subject about 10Xing your business, your income in your real estate business. And, you know, I've gotta tell you, this is something that I've done over and over and over again, but at the same time, I've uh, uh, lost track of it over and over and over again and what it has to do with is it has to do with maintaining a high level of focus and consistency and routine in your business right and, and you know th those don't sound like sexy fun things to do they don't they don't sound like you know oh my gosh yes I want to uh, you know do the same routine over and over and over again but I will tell you this if you are sitting there and you're going you know I, I need to generate income in, in my business then this is something that you definitely need to focus on and again using that word focus <clears throat> you know I um, uh, you know when I started out doing probate it was kind of one of those things that if you listen to my previous episodes where I'm going okay I gotta find some way to stand out okay and I did I stood out uh, because I was doing probate and I was doing something a little bit different than what everybody else was doing But one of the things that made me really successful in it was the fact that I was very consistent every single day you know for uh, a long long time I got up and I did my my routine I did my route that I that I had established for talking to probate attorneys and going to their offices and getting rejected and turned down and then over time that you know more and more of them you know uh, saw that I was uh, consistent and that I actually kind of knew what I was talking about and they they all decided at some point in time to give me a shot but what do we do in our real estate business you know a lot of us come out of businesses that are not sales businesses right and so but so we think man it's so easy to just go into the real estate space and um, Gee, all I got to do is sell, you know, one or two, maybe three houses a month, and holy smokes, I'll be doing great. And then you find out it's a lot harder than you think that it is. But I'm here to tell you, it's not. <laughs> it's really, really not. It is probably one of the simplest businesses to be in. And if you have a niche, a focus that you can put your efforts towards, then you you can easily 10x your business. So let me give you, you know, kind of an example. So. Um, if you are out there, you know, and, and I do this all the time, you probably heard me say this before where I go out and I, I'll mess with agents and I'll go, sorry, you, uh, I'll walk into an open house and I'll say, so, um, you know, oh, do you, you know, do you specialize in, in, in listings? And they go, oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 oh, we specialize in listings. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
That's too bad because I was looking for a buyer's agent. Oh, oh, we do that too. We do that too. And then you go, okay, well, do you, <coughs> excuse me, do you, um, uh, do you specialize in this neighborhood then? Or do you really know this neighborhood really well? Oh, I know it like the back of my hand. Oh, that's too bad because I was looking to buy two neighborhoods over. Um, well, you know, do you, do you specialize in first-time buyers? Oh, we do for, you know, and I just keep going down the rabbit hole and they keep biting the hook and, and taking it all the way down. And the reason is because we all want to try to accommodate everybody. But, uh, and, and I'm, a, me included, you know, I fall into the trap easily where, you know, I'm doing my, I'm doing business. And then I get a first-time buyer who comes along who, you know, they want to buy a $400,000 condo, which here in Orange County is, you know, on, way on the low end. Um, but, um, yeah, so it's way on the low end. And so, you know, and, and I want to accommodate them, right? But what ends up happening is that I end up uh, spending a lot of time uh, driving that buyer around or meeting them at properties, showing properties, having to explain every little nuance and detail of the real estate transaction instead of focusing on my, you know, eight, nine hundred million dollar probate listings that, you know, are way easier for me to do. Right. And so I, I, I'm, I'm at the point again, and I, you know, and it's a cycle. It's just a cycle because you get for me per, personally, I'm a creative person. I'm one that likes to, you know, be doing new things all the time, I like to be different and it has to be fun and entertaining and keep my mind occupied because otherwise my mind will go a thousand miles an hour in 10 different directions. Um, and so, you know, so I start to veer off of my course and go, like I said, work with first time buyers, or I'll take that one listing that I know I should never take uh, because it'll never sell, you know, things like that. And so when I pull myself back, when I pull the reins back and I go, no, 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 wait a minute, get back on, you know, the focus, the boring, mundane routine of every day, reaching out to X number of attorneys, uh, you know, because that's my model. I don't do the, I don't do the PR stuff. I don't chase PRs, personal representatives, but reaching out to attorneys and sending them information of, you know, that's, that's valuable and keeping my focus on that. My business peaks every single time. And the good part about that too, is that it also makes it scalable. So now I get to that point where, you know, I've got, you know, 20 attorneys who are sending me business on a fairly consistent basis. Well, when that happens, they, they fall into a maintenance type of mode, right? So after a period of time, I don't have to go to their office every single week. I go to their office once a month, right? Um, and depending on the relationship, I go, you know, maybe even less than that. Or it transitions from me going to the office to maybe making phone calls. Because one of the things I told you before was that with attorneys, when you are, when you get locked in with an attorney, you're, you're, the odds of you staying locked in with that attorney are pretty darn good because nobody else is going to their office. Nobody else is being consistent in, in trying to, um, 
you know, communicate with them on a regular basis. You know, they go in maybe two, three times and then it's over, it's done. Then they go, okay, well, that didn't work. And then, and then they move on to, you know, the new, next new shiny object thing. But by being more boring and mundane and maintaining laser-like focus, your business will 10X. And again, talking about scaling, so now I have 28 or 20 attorneys, and those 20 attorneys then turn into um, my ability to reach out to another 20 attorneys, right? So, you know, at different points in time, I've had, you know, 30, 40, you know, attorneys who are, who have me as their go-to guy and they, um, you know, and they'll refer me business. So what does your business look like if you got 20 or 30 attorneys, you know, sending you a business all the time, it's going to explode. And then of course, once you, now you got those listings, you leverage that listing to get other listings in the neighborhood, you know, whatever your, your, um, you know, unique selling proposition, you send out a postcard to the neighborhood, get, hey, you know, we've got this listing and we're looking, we're looking for more. We got buyers uh, that are looking for properties that are different than ours. We would love to have you, um, you know, come in and, um, uh, uh, or, or, you know, let us, let our, bring our buyers by, sorry, distracted here, trying to drive and talk at the same time. Um, but you know, so it, it so it just opens up the opportunities. On the other hand, if you sit there and you focus on, um, you know, well, let me do first-time buyers and let me do a farm and let me do you know, this some luxury stuff and let me do, you know, I mean, you focus on uh, uh, ten different things. You don't do any of them very well at all. None of them. You don't do any of them well. And I've seen this happen over and over and over. Uh, one of the agents that I, that I worked with, she was a cowgirl through and through. And she, the only thing that she focused on, the only properties she would market to are homes that had horse property on it, like stables and things like that on the actual property. That's the only thing she would market to. She did not market to the neighbor's house who didn't have a stable at all. So it wasn't like, she, she marketed to the whole neighborhood, right? It was just very specifically properties that had, you know, uh, uh, horse facilities on it because she knew horses inside and out herself. So when she went and she sat and talked to these people and, you know, and they're talking horse language and she's in jeans and, uh, you know, and a, and a, a blouse with, um, you know, tassels on it and a cow, cowgirl hat, you know, and then here I come with, uh, you know, with, you know, in a, in a, in a suit or something like that. And then, you know, they're, they're asking us, asking me anything about a horse and I couldn't tell you anything about a horse, you know, to save my life. Obviously she got the business all the time. There's another gentleman that I knew that he, uh, um, focused on people who are in the uh, a certain type of fitness so uh, specifically outdoor fitness so not like you know not like gym rats and things like that <laughs> I say that affectionately but but more like um, you know people who did kayaking uh, you know triathlons 
um, uh, uh, you know, hiking and mountain climbing and, you know, caving and things like that. So he, he really focused on those specific niches. And so again, when he goes in and he, and he talks to those people, he can tell them, you know, Hey, I know, you know, who you are. I know what you're about and I can really, you know, help you accomplish your goal. One uh, final one was this, this lady that uh, she worked for, or, or, or her husband worked for a large, uh, I want to say it was an um, aerospace company. And in working for that large aerospace company, you know, there was, there was you know, thousands of employees working for this company. And, you know, there's a, a good number of other agents who were married to people who worked for that company. But here's the, here's the interesting thing is that when she um, recognized that, you know, she'd go around and they'd have the opportunity to walk around and put their business cards on their desk. And she'd see other people who, you know, they would just put their plain old Century 21 business card. They'd put their plain old Remax business card. They'd put their plain old Keller Williams business card, whatever it was, right? Just, you know, hey, we sell real estate. And what she did was she took her business card and she put um, a message, big message right across the top of it. We only serve people who work for whatever, XYZ Aerospace Company, okay? And so part of the, the reason why that works so well is because now she's not just a regular old real estate agent. She's the, the XYZ Aerospace Company real estate agent uh, being married to, oh, oh, and that's one thing she put on our business card. She goes, we only service XYZ real, or, I mean, uh, uh, Aerospace Company um, because, uh, uh, because I'm married to one, right? That's what she, that's what she said. And by doing that, it her business exploded, okay? And then she made sure that she did the mundane routine task of only focusing on the aerospace business and, and not trying to get all this other extra business that, you know, she was afraid, oh my gosh, if I don't try to accommodate everybody, I'm gonna lose everything. No, you try to accommodate everybody, you lose everybody anyways. Figure out what your niche is, and for you know, for me, it's probate. Probate is recession-proof. People keep dying. Not to be you know, make a joke of it, but people keep dying. That's and there's no way you're ever gonna get around it. And it doesn't matter if the interest rates are two percent or twenty percent. It doesn't matter if the property is in perfect condition. It doesn't matter if it's in you know, amazing condition. The you know, the, the, the probate situation and process is uh, is always pretty darn consistent. And the great thing about it, at least here in California, you know, you got to look at your state and see what your rule, you know, how the probate process actually works. But here in California, uh, I would say nine out of ten times, it is the, the, um, the personal representative has what's called full authority. So they make the decision anyways you know, um, right out of the gates, you know? So it's not like, um, it's not like you have to go through the court confirmation process or anything like that. You just have to send out, you know, send out a notice of a proposed action. That's about it. Um, so anyways, folks, you know, 
really think about your business. Think about your business. And I love probate and I hope you love probate too and that's why you're listening to this. But if not, figure out what your niche is, what your focus is, and then put together your routine mundane tasks that you have to do to get that business on a regular basis. And I'll just give you a little little tip. So for me, you know, I have my my whole morning is set on making those calls, doing my follow-ups, doing the business stuff and getting the what I consider the unpleasant things out of the way. It's not fun, you know, doing follow-ups and calls and calling escrow and having to work out details and this and that. That's not the fun part. And then once the and that's all out of the way, then I go and I play and I work on my website and I or I go out and hang out with my with my family or I um, you know, record new videos or I do podcasts, right? So focus on the mundane, focus on laser focus, and I can promise you X. All right, well, catch you on the next episode. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening. Please remember to subscribe right here where you're listening to us right now and any of your other social media platforms. And leave feedback for me. It's really important to me and it helps us out. Do you have a question that you want answered live on the show? Go to theprobateagent.com to submit your question or even to get an opportunity to be interviewed. For my agent friends, you'll also find additional content and some freebies there that you can download right now. Until next time, let's put the pro back into probate.